Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Explode, your expert business show. Today we have an incredible guest, and this is the show for experts, coaches, speakers, trainers who want to grow their businesses by making an impact in the world. Hi, everyone. My name is Simone Vincenzi. I'm your host today. And uh, we are live a few times a week on the show. And uh, we have some times we share, we have a solo episode where I share some of the behind the scenes on how we run and grow GTEx. Uh, other times, uh, we interview a client or a success story so you can understand uh, what they did to get a great success. And other times, like today, we have a special guest sharing a specific topic of expertise that they have. Now, before we go into, I'll tell you more about the show in a moment. Remember that if you haven't downloaded yet our, our expert business checklist, then do it straight away. You can find the links in the show notes. Uh, you know, running, coaching, and speaking and training business can be very confusing, overwhelming. If you don't know where to start, if you don't know where to go, there are 2,000 different strategies to follow. I know, I know it can be very, very confusing. And that's why my job is to make things simple. And it starts with the expert business checklist, which is an assessment that you're going to take. And then it's going to tell you at the end what you're going, you should focus on based on where you are in your business. So then you don't spend time in things that you shouldn't be doing, but actually spend time where it's worth it. So make sure you scroll down in the show notes and get your expert business checklist right now. Now, it is time to introduce the guest for today. Uh, Vicky has had a love of people from an early age and often found herself as a mediator, which fueled her passion to become a qualified personality profiler to help understand why others do say and react the way they do welcome to the show vicky o'farrell good to see you vicky how are you doing today i'm very well um someone how are you i'm incredibly well to be honest a bit done with this lockdown we are here in the uk at the moment of the recording um there is a bit of sun outside a bit of spring coming out it's like yes please thank you oh <laughs> I, so, I hear you. It's a year. Well, we're recording this today on the year's anniversary. And I'm, I'm absolutely with you in terms of I, I just want to be out with people again. I miss being people. I, I know. In fact, I, that's the first question I want to ask you. Like, uh, We're going to talk in this episode about delivering effective online training and particularly taking an angle of understanding the personalities of the people in the audience and how to interact in a better way with everyone that attends uh, your Zoom meetings or your line training and so on. But the question I have for you to get started is talking about your personality profile. <laughs> <laughs> what are the things, what are the characteristics of your personality? I'm curious. Oh, so me. So I am very much an outgoing people person. So you, I, I term outgoing, but you could think of like extrovert. So it's very much about, I get my energy by being with people. And whilst it's been lovely being able to deliver talks and webinars and deliver my workshops all with people, I'd, it's not the same as actually physically being with the people. I'm really missing that, really am. Uh, I'm totally with you. I'm like, yeah, it's great. The freedom of working from everywhere. I mean, everywhere, the house. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the 
the buzz that I get from an event, that I get from the audience, the energy that I get from there, I could never be able to get it online. I never found a way to get the same things online. No, and I agree with you. And I did one, um, I think it was in the summer last year, I actually delivered three webinars on one day and I was absolutely exhausted by the end of it because, mm-hmm. you know, to deliver one live webinar, a webinar where you don't see any of the audience, but yet you still give them all of your energy, all of your passion. And in fact, in fact, you give more, I think, being online. It's actually even more exhausting because you've not got energy coming backwards like you would in a live audience where you can feed off of other people in their body language. I'm totally with you. I actually, I had, I think the most exhausting one I had, I delivered this uh, online training. Um, it was a charity organization in Liberia, in Africa. And uh, uh, they got me, I was delivering this training for 90 minutes. But because the uh, internet is not good, everyone has access to WhatsApp. And so I delivered a 90 minute presentation and they disabled the interaction so no one could interact. It was 90 minutes straight on WhatsApp voice notes. That has been (laughs) one of the most intense, weird (laughs) experiences that I've ever had. At the end, I was totally exhausted. And I I think it it gets me a question right now, you know, for people like me or for people like you, we had to deliver online training more for a necessity than actually a choice that we had. What can people like us, like extroverts like us, do to actually get some energy in moments where like, we cannot get it back? There is not the same thing that we can get from the audience. Do you have any idea or thoughts or things that you tried that worked for you? Um, I Music. Music works for me. So before I'm going to deliver um, a webinar... I will play some some really upbeat music that works for me, that gives me energy, you know, and I don't know what works for you, but like I say, something really powerful. Some people, perhaps the more introverted ones of us that actually just need to go out and be out in the fresh air and just have that peace and that will give them their inner energy. So we're all different. You just got to think, what what is it that really gets you going? What gets you in the mood to want to share everything that you do and make sure that you do that before you're delivering a webinar? Because like you say, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get it from the audience. Is it what 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 song do you put? What music do you put? I'm curious. <laughs> you know now. the one. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> right now, I love li- listening to Alicia Keys. This girl is on fire. That is like, that, do you know what it really does it for me really does it for me and in fact the best thing is on social media there's actually a really good gif on it as well so yeah this girl is on fire alicia keys incredible song absolutely love the song and i can see why that can get you into the into their eye head space now we're going to talk in a moment about uh, Uh, different personality profiles and how do we engage with different personalities that are going to be attending our online workshop or online training. Before we do that, uh, tell us, how did you get into the field of personality profiling, of studying behavior? What got you, what got you to do what you do right now? (laughs) Well, in 2013, um, I got fired from my corporate job and I make no bones about that. I never, I try and hide it. 
And so whilst I was then uh, set my, it was the best thing that ever happened, not obviously at the time. So I went into um, a, a setting up a company to deliver training because I love people. I love training and everything else. And I also went to do my coaching qualifications with the coaching Academy. And as part of your coaching qualification, you learn the disc system. And it was the one day, the one day um, coaching session that we had with Dave Pill from the coaching Academy on disc. It was like a light bulb had gone off. It really mm -hmm. made me go, wow, this is it. I mean, I've done all of those other systems in my corporate life, you know, Myers-Briggs, Belbin, Clarity, all of those ones. But the simplicity of disc in terms of getting people to understand it, because unless you do these things every day, it, people forget them. But for the simplicity of disc, and so that was it. It was like, right, okay, I'm doing my coaching qualification, but I want to do this. So I just did more training, more how to read the graphs, more train the trainer, more in-depth stuff until... I actually ended up winning the Coaching Academy's award in 2019 for using DISC in coaching. So yeah, that's all I do. So it was one of these moments, and I think that everyone in the audience can can think about. Like just like some over you're listening, you can think about a moment where it was like a light bulb, like a light switch. Uh, actually, I did the coaching academy as well uh, with my training. I did um, personal performance coaching and youth coaching. And actually, it was uh, I had that light bulb moment in during my youth coaching qualifications. Uh, in fact, for the first four years of my coaching career, I was uh, going around like working in schools and with young people. And I remember see, attending one of the sessions, and I was like, "This is it! This is what I want to do!" Like it, it, it's something you can't really explain. You feel inside, this is the right thing. I cannot tell you why, but it is what I what I what I'm called to do. Is that, is that what you felt? Oh, oh, oh absolutely. It was in the one day. Um, so I don't know um, when you train with the Coach Academy, but they do their, 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 their workshops. So they do their quarterly workshops. Yep. And it, it, was, it was the disc one. And it, was, it could also have been the way that Dave Pill delivered it that day. But it was, it was all these light, light bulb for me. But as he went around the room describing the Ds and the Is, you could see all of these light bulbs going off for other people going, oh, my God. Now, and I thought... I, this is really pow really powerful stuff. Like I say, it was the simplicity of it that that made it so powerful. Because not only can I it, did it go in for me, it meant that when actually whenever I talk about it, it goes in for other people. You know, mm -hmm. so no matter what type of personality you are, whether you are that real detailed sponge that needs everything, or whether you are just high level, it works and it goes in. Yeah, and by the way, for everyone here who is listening. Uh, this episode is not sponsored by the coaching academy. So <laughs> if they want to send us some money, I'll take it. <laughs> now I was like, because we both were talking about it, I just want to tell everyone that that's not the case. Uh, but it was there a moment before we go into the different elements of this and how do we apply it in the line space? It, was there a moment where the training that you got around personality profiling almost like pardon the French, saved your ass. Uh, sometimes there are moments where you really need to interact with people or to understand how people are. Maybe it's like a critical moment that can be in a personal situation or business situation. And uh, oh. your training can be really useful. Can you tell us through, through that? Oh, what comes to mind right now? 
No, no, no. It, it, it's just a bit like being on this podcast with you, really, because I am what I'm in disc terms. I am classed as the uh, an extreme eye style, which is outgoing, people focused. And I want to butt and I have. Do you know what? There are times when I look back in my life and I cringe thinking, oh, my God, how have I really infuriated and irritated people? But like on this on this podcast now, I'm, I have to be respectful that when you're asking a question, I have to be quiet to let you finish. I Otherwise, I just want to butt in with people. <laughs> exactly. And that's, it's fine when I'm with someone else like me who just gets all that energy. And I, I'm kind of getting that you are exactly the same as me. But actually, when I'm with someone who's the polar opposite, especially as a coach, especially as a coach, we ask questions, don't we, of our clients, and we need to give them the time to think and internalize that question so that when we're coaching, we get the best out of our clients. So by being quiet, sometimes is more powerful than trying to ask the question framed in a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah really adapting to that person and seeing who their what their style is of communication and being able to communicate in a very similar style i know for example i did uh, uh, last time i think i did my this profile has been a year a year and a half ago and uh, like i remember when i did it the first time about 10 years ago i was dominant i and then uh, i was the second one the second trait was the d then it, it flipped now I'm incredibly dominant D <laughs> and I is secondary. Now for everyone who is listening right now, they're just, they don't know that this profile now, they're just listening to a bunch of letters. So let's, <laughs> let's talk through what are the letters for. And for each letter, what I would love you to do is then to expand on, uh, we start one by one, to then expand on, on the online world, how can we interact with people in the best way? because of their profile and what are the things we need to be aware of. So let's start with the, with a D. Okay. Well, the way I always start with it is by asking two questions. Are you outgoing or reserved? And are you people focused or task focused? Now for a high level understanding, there'll always be people who go, Oh, it depends. I could be both. And, and I get that because your environment will change how you behave, who you're with, where you are. But if we start off with the D, which is outgoing and task focused people who are and that is D is dominant. They are the ones in in the business who are driving things forward. They are demanding of themselves as well as others. They're the doers. They're decisive. They're direct. You know, if you know, if your wife asked you a question, you just answer it might not be the answer she wants, but you'd answer it, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But we sometimes have to be aware that the blind spot of a D style who's with someone who is polar opposite to you, not to another D style, but someone who's polar opposite to you, that could probably come across as a bit pushy, a bit rude, you know. And so we just need to understand that that's not what everybody wants to see. It's great. And, the, you know, let's say value to a business is that you drive things forward, which is probably because of I know what you do is for a living is where you've gone from the I style to more of a D style. And we do change. I, I don't think we change drastically over our time, but our business personality will change depending on the role that we do within an organization. That's true. 
That's true. In fact, I remember that like at the beginning, it was more around, you know, the performance and the act of public speaking. Um, that's what attracted me the most. Now is uh, the managing companies, uh, the, the sales and marketing side, which I found way more attracted than before. Um, so it's not that I had like a huge shift because I'm still incredibly high in bo- on both, but it's not like one has been higher than the other in, the, in terms of the way they, they alternated. So now if you want to engage with someone, let's say you have a, someone who is a high D who is a high dominant attending your training sessions. What are some of the things that as an online trainer you can do to make sure that they are fully engaged? Okay, so they want things quick, sharp bullet points. Imagine if you were writing an email, cut the waffle. Yeah, don't dive into detail. They just want to, okay, what, what, what is this going to do for me? And what is this going to do for my business? Yeah, it's bottom line focused, not, not detail. I don't want to know how, I, I want to know what. Mm, that Very powerful. I'm thinking even that, my wife, for example, loves reading books and we buy books and she reads them. And then I ask her for the executive summary. It's like, okay, what have you learned? What do I need to know? It's like, I, I don't read books. I'm like, I don't have time for it. I can't be bored. I get bored by reading books. I want to have, give me the executive summary. What do I need to know? What are the most important things? And if I want to, I'm going to expand. If I don't need to, I'm happy with what you told me. Exactly. I always say as well, you know, if you're going to communicate, if you're going to send an email to, to a, to a D style that needs to have the detail. Yeah. Don't put it in the body of the email, send it as an attachment, send the executive summary in the email with the attachment. And then when they, when they're ready and want to read the detail, then they will, but don't try and chuck it all at them at once. Cause they'll just delete the email. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So anyone who is listening right now, if you want to send me stuff, you know what to do <laughs> and how to do it. <laughs> right, let's go. Let's move to the I. Um, what is, uh, tell us a bit more about the I personality and as well, what are the things, what are the main traits and what are the things that as online trainers we can do to engage I personalities? Okay, so we're outgoing people focused and th- this is influence. So it's about being interested in people. It's about being inspirationable. It's about connecting people together. It's about being impulsive and interactive. It's all of the people stuff. Eyes are the ones that are on LinkedIn that have got thousands of connections and they've probably only met half a dozen of them. You know, they just collect connections because you just never know when I might need someone, which is great for getting the energy going and, and getting the energy in the room and, and creating people. And they're, I mean, value to an organization is that they, they will influence for you. So say for example, if change is happening and let's face it, this last year has been a real year of change. Really? Yeah. No. There was some virus or something. Well, what? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you want to get your eyes and you want to you want to bring them on that road of change with you make sure they're on your side and then you know it's like it's like just winding up a um, a toy and they go and do it for you they will go and do all of that work for you um but they they have a fear of rejection you know they don't want to they they love praise and thanks and that kind of stuff and in a in a, a training environment you just have to know um how to shut us up i'm going to say that because we want to take over. 
you ask a question, your eyes have got their hands up, they've unmuted, they're joining in, they're interested in people. So we need to we need to acknowledge that and we need to thank them for their input. But we do also need to let them remember and recognize that there are other people in this training room, you know, and it's it's so much harder delivering a workshop online because you don't get the body language. You go into a workshop yet where you've got real people in a room with you. You can read people's body languages straight away, whereas you can't do that on Zoom. So you have to respect people. Eyes, like I say, you'll know because they're straight in the chat. They've unmuted. They want to join in. They want to be everywhere. Thank them for their input and then ask other people. So just say thank you to them and they'll, you know, mention their name. Oh, she mentioned my name. <laughs> what What would you do if you have someone who is an eye is but is not uh, aware about their boundaries and they always want to jump in because i found that like i is a very dominant trait on my character so before i used to be the really annoying i i know this pick me and then some people pointed out that i was pissing them off so <laughs> i kind of realized it and then the more i was training on personalities the more I, I try to be aware of, okay, I've shared now, let me leave space to others, but not everyone has the same level of awareness at every time. So what, as a facilitator, what can a facilitator do when they find themselves in that situation? Well, it's easy for me because whenever I then talk about the I style, I, I say that the I can stand for irritating. Let's not do that, I. But I'm, I'm talking about DISC, so it's what I can do. Um, and the, the thing is, the more extreme your eye is, the less you are aware of it. It re and it really can be. You just you just have to say to them, "Thank you. I really appreciate all of your energy." But just to remind you that, that, that this is my workshop, not yours. So thank you for your input, and I will come to you, and then come to them. Yep, yeah, come come to them. Or you know, as um, as Vicky said earlier, you know, use their name, and that will just give them a boost but you just have to remind them that it's not their workshop. I love your input and I love your energy. Thank you so much for all of this, but can we just get back to, to the program? Mm, that's very powerful. And I would love to add something to this. Um, I found that also framing at the beginning, how the end raising works. Uh, the fact that uh, I'm going to hear like one sharing per person. So then if uh, then, later on if someone wants to share again and i can see that they're always the same people because then you can see them then you've already framed it from the beginning saying hey um i would love to hear again but let me first go to someone else who has not spoken yet but because the rules of the engagement were set up from the beginning now it makes it easier to rein things in without pissing them off or without annoying them because now they, they understand what they boundaries are and uh, i think like the the i personality correct me if i'm wrong but they will just take as much as they can until they see where where the boundary is and it's like okay that's the boundary i got it <laughs> is that, am i correct or or, or wrong with that yeah, no eyes don't see a boundary because that's kind of that's rules and regulations well that's just a suggestion I'm not, I'm going to suggested principle is not really how it works it doesn't, it doesn't apply to me that's for everybody else instead 
All right, Let, let's move uh, to, the, to, the, to the other letter. So we have the, the S. Uh, tell us a bit more about the S, what it stands for, and again, what people can do to engage. So, so S is our steady corner, our stability corner. Everything is kind of status quo. It's about security, peace and harmony. And it's about the team. There's, you know, it's not I, it's a team effort. So our S's will actually find an I who is, you know, out there quite, like you say, intimidating, noisy. They want... They want everyone. So they're the type of people that do want to make sure that everyone else has said something. So if you said, say that if you had 10 people in your workshop or 20 people in your workshop, it will be like, okay, well, I'm going to come to everyone. Don't go to your S's first. They don't want me put on the spot. But what they will do is they'll, they'll look around the room and say, and just think, well, yeah, but you haven't, you haven't spoken to, to John. You, you haven't spoken to Vanessa. You know, you need to include them. You have to include everybody. Um, and what they don't like is, is that loss of security. So instant change. So when we think about lockdown last year, oh, Essie's probably struggled more. Mm -hmm. And now we're coming out of lockdown, wherever you are in the world, if you don't have a roadmap, if you don't have a plan in place, you've got to take your Essie's with you on a roadmap. You can't just tell them on Friday, back to the office Monday. Oh, no, it's okay. Who's going back to the office? When are they going back to the office? What teams are going? What, what procedures have we put in place? You, you need to take people on a roadmap. Yeah. And, and you need to give them on a, on a Zoom training, give them permission to speak. Because whilst they're looking around thinking, oh, well, you haven't asked, you know, John and you haven't asked Vanessa, you need to actually ask them. Um, give them permission to speak. Um, you know, so I'm just delivering it. Vicky, can I bring yeah. you in? What, what's your opinion? I'd really value your opinion on this, you know, and make them feel part of it. Invite them for to, to give their to give their everything. Uh, I'm thinking about while you're talking. I was thinking that's that's my brother. That's totally my brother. In fact, <laughs> me and my brother <laughs> we clash as all the time <laughs> because we are polar. We couldn't be more opposite. And I'm the last minute person. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll come by at uh, 10 p.m. And he's like, tomorrow? What, what do you mean tomorrow? Like, I got to get this ready? Or, uh, or when, when lockdown happened, like, he got it really hard because it was a sudden change of his entire life and lifestyle. And these generally plans things like a year ahead uh, when he plans things. And is very connected to people as well so uh, i could see when you're talking about it how that impacted him and uh, going to the point of making sure that people that are um have a more s dominant personality they are included that uh, you tell them exactly what's going to happen throughout the workshop and also if you see that they are not engaging then and you making the first step of engaging them yes giving them permission to engage um, it's not that they don't want to, it's just that they will hold back and let everyone, it's, it's a bit like that whole, you know, family hold back when, they, when there's a buffet, you know, at, at a wedding. It's always like, no, family hold back, let all the guests eat first. That's, that's an S style. It's just, you know, you, you invite them to come and eat at your table. No, we're all here together. Like, come in, come in. Yeah, so then we have the S and then uh, we have the C, which is the last one. 
what, what's the C about and how do we engage C in online workshops? So C is all about compliance. It's all about being correct, conscientious. They are consistent. They are our critical and creative thinkers. You know, if a job is worth doing well, it's worth doing well and correctly. They have a fear of criticism without validation. You know, don't ever criticize a C just like with an off the cuff mark. You know, you have to back up what you say with them. They're about the rules and regulations, so which is opposite to the I style. So again, in a, in a workshop, um, they will want an agenda. They will want the timings. They will want to know when the breaks are. They will want to know what the transformation is or the outcome is of every part of the, it's not right, okay, we're starting at nine and we'll be finished at three. Um, and by the end of that, you'll have finished your workbook. No, sorry. You know, it's like make, and make sure they've got everything up front. You know, don't, don't just email them a workbook in the morning and say, oh, we'll be using this page, you know, and, and when you're, if you are doing a workbook, you're on page 13, you know, if you're delivering slides, don't waffle over the slide. If there's, if there's data on that slide that needs to be absorbed and taken in, make sure you go through it and ask the C styles, ask everybody, but, you know, focusing on the C styles, did that has, you know, you want to know it's landed. Does, is that understandable? Can I clarify anything for you? Would you like to repeat that back to me as to your understanding? It's real detail, which in somebody who, you know, a blind spot, if, if you're C style and you are asking these questions in a workshop, kind of go, yeah, but you, you had that slide. Can we go back to that slide? You know, they might be seen as a bit of like paralysis of analysis and a bit picky and critical. So as you're going through the workshop, check with your C's that everything has gone gone in, if you like. Mm -hmm. No, is a literally really about the details uh, and uh, making sure that they have a clear agenda, that they have things on time. And I'm thinking that right, uh, I'm. I miss going on planes, but it's more like, so the, the hostess doing all the direction is mainly for the seas on the plane. Cause I'm like, okay, give me the face mask. I got it. Like if, you know, if we're gonna, if it's gonna crash, it's gonna crash. That's my, <laughs> I, I, but then you have someone who's on a sea on a plane. It's like, here's the, the exit. Here's what's gonna happen next. Here's what's gonna happen after that. And it is important. I remember I was running a, a training and I didn't put, for example, the, um, uh, I actually gave the link of a manual about an hour before. I had five people sending me really nasty emails. Nasty, no, like complaining that they couldn't get ready on time, that they would have printed if they knew it up front. And then other people that say, oh my God, we have a workbook. This is awesome. So, <laughs> so the idea is that you, you, can you, so the question I have for you is that, can you make everyone happy or is there always going to be someone who is going to be upset? You have to assume that everybody in your um, workshop, that, well, they're going to be a mixture. So you have to go middle of the road. You can't think like a D because then you'll upset all your S's. You can't think like a C because then you'll upset all your I's. So everyone is a blend. You know, we're not just one of those letters. We're a blend of all four of those letters. So you have to think, okay, um, have I, is the detail there? 
have I set it up in advance? You know, like you say, is the Zoom link in there? Is everything where they need to be? Can everybody access the information? Because there'll always be an eye that will come on and go, oh, was there a workbook? Oh, I missed that. Oh, is there the email? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, were we supposed to do some homework? Oh, I missed that. You know, and the D's going, come on, come on, come on. Just, we could have got this done in two hours. Why did it take five? <laughs> so you just... Uh, I you're going to have a blend and you have to be able to go middle of the middle of the road so that you can capture everybody and just be aware. like I say it's much harder on zoom you haven't got that body language so just make sure that that you involve everybody because everybody wants to be involved that's the power and the art of facilitation um when you are then setting things up and frame things in a way where no matter what personalities you have in the room, you have something for everyone. Because not every part is going to be relevant for every single personality in the room, but you might have one part, which is what the D needs to hear, what is another part, which is what the I needs to hear, and another part, which is what the S needs to hear, and what the C needs to hear. So now the overall workshop will be enjoyable because everyone had something that they found useful for them. Uh, and having that balance is what then creates uh, someone say, oh my God, I attended your workshop, I attended your training, was very well thought, very well planned out, I got exactly what I was looking for, I felt engaged all the time. But now that you're listening to this, you can see also how much work there is in the preparation phase to make sure that all this happens. So I would love to wrap up um, actually this conversation with any tips around the, the pre-work that someone can do in order to be more effective or think about the pre-work that you do when you're delivering a training, for example, if there is something that stands out. It, it, it is all that planning, you know, as we do as great trainers and facilitators, make sure that there is an agenda so that you're covering off um, that style. Make sure there's an element of fun in there so that, you know, if there's a, if there's a break, if there's a, there's a 20 minute break, you, you allow, people to stay on you know there's a break you can either turn your cameras off mute and go and stretch your legs or you can stay here and network you know just plan your day thinking about i've got all of these different types of people coming in how am i going to make sure that everybody's got something for them um, never wing it never wing it it won't work <laughs> and you can try then let us know yeah, how it goes <laughs> you won't get rebooked if you wing it <laughs> and let us know how it goes. Uh, planning and preparation oh. is, is definitely what makes you stand out and what makes things that uh, work. So we're now going to transition into the uh, last phase of the interview, which is called Lifting the Veil, uh, where I ask all my guests to share an app, a book, or a tool, or a practice that makes your life or business better or easier, that is worth sharing. Uh, what, what is that for you, Vicky? <clears throat> So I found a new app at the beginning of this year called Mobile Practice. And it is for, it's like a blended coaching app. Because we've gone global in this last year, you know, the one thing COVID's done is it's removed all those geographical boundaries. But how, I, I was really struggling with a client in China to be able to find the time and the time zone in China and in America all at the same time so we could all get on and give feedback. But this app allows you to do that. It allows you to give, do voice recording, video recording, give feedback and, and a continue and a one-to-one -one or, or in a group session. And okay, I know with Voxer and WhatsApp, 
but this mobile practice is just it's changed how i deliver my coaching practices love it mobile practice and is that available both for ios and android don't know if you know that yeah, like yeah. in the app store yeah if you google mobile practice you will find it all right google mobile practice uh, you will find as well the link uh, in the, the show notes so if you scroll down then the link of mobile practice will be there um vicky if someone wants to reach out to you they say oh my god like i love what vicky shared i want to know more about personalities uh, or maybe i can see that uh, uh, i know some organization that could definitely do with what vicky has to share um how can people reach out to you what's the best way to go on my website queenofbehaviors.com there's a contact form there's a, a, a follow me form there's all my programs on there and it's got all of my social media links as well so queenofbehaviors.com so queenofbehaviors.com uh, go there right now check out the, if you scroll down the link is in the show notes so go there right now and uh, as well find vicky on social media and reach out to her tell her you know something that really stood out about this interview something that you learn that because uh, we do all these interviews all the time and uh, knowing as well what impact we are making it actually makes us feel really really good so that's the case make sure you reach out to me and say hey i just listened to you on uh, on simone's podcast and i loved what you said about x uh, i'm sure she will appreciate it uh vicky it has been a, a, an absolute pleasure to have you here on the show uh incredible interview and definitely very thought-provoking very practical and very needed right now because uh, our commitment to our clients is to make sure that we give them results. And to give them results, we need to understand who they are and how they like to be engaged with. So this is gold. Now, if we had to summarize in 30 seconds, a minute, the conversation that we had here, um, what, what, what would you say if you had to summarize what, what we shared today? As humans, we go along life on autopilot. But when we take the time to stop, to recognize and to understand our differences, we can respect and value them. That way we can ease communication, we can reduce conflict and we can increase productivity. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Vicky O'Farrell, thank you very much. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you here on the show. Um, thank you everyone who has been uh, watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you've been listening to our show uh, on, uh, on your favorite podcasting platform, make sure you subscribe right now and leave us a review. Reviews are the lifeblood of every podcast so we can have other incredible guests like Vicky um, and uh, as well, um, we can uh, uh, grow and support you even more. So if you like the content, make sure you leave us a review and uh, either do it for the show or do it for me and my ego. I appreciate it. <laughs> makes me makes me feel really good. So if that's a, maybe that's a selling point for you. Who knows? Having said that, I'll see you next time. Have a fantastic rest of the day. And remember that together we grow exponentially. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. 
Also remember to download the expert business checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show note. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.